Welcome back or welcome to the Daily Driver Podcast. The purpose here, it's pretty straightforward. In the next 10 minutes max, I'm going to share a story, an experience, perhaps an idea that I hope will help you become a little bit better racer today. I'm Luke Bogacki, and this is The Daily Driver. Today's discussion is specifically for our listeners using a delay box. It's one of the most common questions that I get inside and outside of This Is Bracket Racing Elite is, how tight should I set up on the starting line? There's a simple answer to this question, at least in my mind, but it's probably not what you're expecting because the right answer here is to set up soft enough on the tree that you don't fear red lighting. And then, as Jonathan Boost Jr. Has, is, is quoted, this is a quote that I've used often in my discussions, and then once you'd establish what that is, what that delay is, where you can't go red, as John Boost Sr. would say, you try to red light every time you stage. That number, that delay that you need in the box, it's very individualized, right? The need, the, the delay that you need to feel comfortable. It's very personal. So first, let's start with the, what is definable, and that's finding zero. Right? Typically, I use my quickest release of the day or the event. And if on that particular run, let's say that I needed 1093 in the delay box to make that reaction time perfect, trip zip perfect, then 1093 delay, that is my zero. Now that doesn't mean that I'm gonna stage up with 1093 in the delay box, but that's my reference. The delay that I need on top of that is whatever frees me up to hit the tree without the fear of red lighting. If setting up 10 is what makes me comfortable, then I need 1103 in the delay box. If setting up 005 allows me to be comfortable, then I need 1098. There was a time when I would use and, and preach like a hard and fast figure to set up based for me personally, based on pouring over my records, right? I, I analyzed a full season or several seasons of runs and determined that I, if I can set up to be 005 off my best hit, that allows me to maximize my strengths on the tree with a small percentage of risk of red light, right? It's 005 on back-to-back -back runs. It was 007 on blind runs where I didn't have a, a, a hit at the tree that day statistical analysis directed me that that was aggressive enough with a small percentage of red lights built in. I've since determined that those analytics can be trumped by the situation. There are runs where there's no sense in turning it red, right? When every pair is a double breakout, suddenly the starting line advantage, it just isn't that important. The last thing that you want to do in that instance is turn on the red light. And when we're hot lapping fairly late in a race and nothing's changing, good runs are running rampant. Everybody's laying down 15 total or less. Well, it's often then where I'll take my chances with cutting it a little bit closer to red. A, because I'm more confident, got more data. Also, because the assumption is that the majority of the field is laying down good runs as well. Data, I just touched on. Data more than anything has become the determining factor. 
as in like the raw amount of data. How tight I'm willing to set up in round one after two time trials that may have come the previous day and where I'm willing to set up in round five of a three-day event where I've been down the track 24 times, they're two different things. The more data that we have, the more trust that we can put into the idea that that zero is actually zero, right? If you've got three runs and you say, well, the best I can hit it is X, you're not as confident as that as if you've had 23 runs and you say, well, the best that I can hit it is X, right? We can, the more data we have, the more we can determine that zero is actually zero or really, really close. And the more aggressive we can then confidently become.